Hi, Greg Perry, the historic preservationist. Um, continuing on the evening with uh, an episode of Bricks. Um, fascination, uh, I have a fascination beyond my life has been based on wood. Um, carving a wood, sculpting a wood, finishing wood, building furniture, restoring furniture, uh, right down the line. Um, but in, in keep in mind, this is a totally organic material, and, and that's the beauty. It was a living entity, and you're creating something in, in another form. But what also has captured my eye the last several years has been glass, early glass, such as Worcester glass, and it's taking something like sand and melting it. Just imagine the first time, whenever that was, that man saw flow, this flowing clear liquid. And it was probably when somebody had a fire on a beach, maybe four or 5,000 years ago, maybe a, who knows, maybe a million years ago, and they have a blazing fire on a beach. And they say around the fire pit is actually flowing this clear substance. So it actually turning the sand into glass, molten glass. Or maybe somebody was walking on a beach after a storm and they saw where lightning had hit the beach and it created a, a jagged line of glass. So very inert, an inert material. And, and bricks are also fascinating because where my studio was landed in Alloway's town, which is on the site of Wisterburg, and there's so much clay, the clay plays havoc with all the, the dwellings along uh, Canal Street and Lakeview Drive in Alloway. It cracks foundations when we go into a drought, we get into a lot of uh, heavy, uh, you know, raining situations, uh, excessive moisture, the clay swells up and that, and that also cracks foundations. So the, the very thing that uh, you try to live around is uh, uh, 250, 300 years ago was used for making some of the finest bricks for kilns. So, so tonight's episode is going to be making bricks the old-fashioned way. And basically, five, this is going to be a short podcast, five steps, um, uh, right up through firing. Number five will be firing. We're going to talk about firing, but preparation right up to putting it in a kiln. So uh, number one, obtaining the clay. To make bricks from clay, there are traditionally five steps involved. So the first is obtaining clay. Producing bricks requires good clay. Clay can be found in many areas, but some deposits of clay are better than others, as with everything else. Good clay doesn't contain a lot of sediment, debris, or limestone. Some clay deposits can be found along rivers, while in other areas, clays can be right below the topsoil. Once a good source of clay was found, it was dug out and aged over the winter. When the clay was exposed to winter temperatures, it dried out the clay and made the clay easier to work with. After quite a bit of clay had been dug out from a source, it became a clay pit. These clay pits were dangerous, a dangerous place to work because the walls would occasionally give way and fall on top of the workers below. So number two in these uh, making of bricks the old-fashioned way, making the batter. The batter for making bricks consists of clay, water, and sand. Successful brickyards or brick makers had a ready source of each of these ingredients. The exact ratios of each depended on the clay that was used. Some clays contained sand already. Therefore, they did not require as much to make bricks. 
these three ingredients were combined and mixed together into mud. And that's what we call the, the clay that's ready to be put into the mold, mud. How the ingredients were mixed has changed a lot over the years. Initially, the clay, water, and sand were thrown into a shallow circular pit. A pole with a wheel was anchored to a pivot in the middle of the pit, while the other end was attached to a horse. As the horse walked in a circle around the edge of the pit, the wheel would mix the batter into the correct consistency for a good mud. Number three, shaping the mud into bricks. When the three ingredients mentioned were combined and, and well mixed, they were in a putty form. This meant they could easily be shaped into bricks. The standard brick was four by eight by two and a quarter inches in size. Not all bricks conformed to the size, but most were close. Balls or lumps of clay were dusted with sand to prevent them from sticking to the wooden molds and pushed into sand or rectangular forms called brick molds. Any, <coughs> any excess day could easily be removed at this point. Some brick molds were made to form one brick, two bricks, six bricks, eight, or even 10 or 12. So the fourth step in making bricks the old fashioned way you have to dry the raw bricks before you put them in the kiln. So after a brick is formed, it still remains and contains a lot of water. Therefore, the raw bricks had to be laid out to dry. However, laying them out to dry was a tricky process because raw bricks can easily be disfigured, making them useless. The trick was to limit the amount of handling or exposure to any potential damage. The raw bricks were laid out on the ground to dry in the sun. Or they could be laid out on shelves and covered in racks. Generally, the bricks had to be dried for several days until almost all of the water had evaporated out of them. The bricks also had to be turned over so the bottoms would also dry. During this drying period, the raw bricks had to be kept above the freezing and dry if they were rained on or frozen. They could not be used. Therefore, most people quickly got away from laying them out to dry in the open sun. So then the, the, fifth, um, the fifth step in making bricks the old-fashioned way would be firing the bricks. And this could be in a professionally built kiln, um, using someone else's bricks to build the kiln. It could be a, a kiln made out of stick, um, of stones with lime mortar between the stones. Um, or, you know, in the case where they were slaking lime on site, for plastering and for uh, and for mortar in general, um, sometimes individuals built their own small kiln to put the bricks in for drying and fire, quote firing. So, so anyway, so uh, that's it for tonight. Greg Perry, the Historic Preservation, signing out, and uh, continuing the uh, with the fascination of bricks, and and we have a lot more to go on bricks in the next several months. So, uh, hope everybody enjoyed this. Signing out, Greg Perry.